0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the universe. Wonderful greetings to you all. How you all doing? Feel free to drop a line to me and let me know. But it's Valerie M. A.K. Maxfield, standing in my truth. And today's show is... COVID-19, 20, 21, and hello, 22. Now, at the beginning of COVID, uh, well, we didn't even know that was a beginning. There were so many uh, theories that it was the 5G and, and radiation and Wuhan and China and and bats and dogs and cats. <laughs> you name it. I shouldn't laugh because people have lost their lives. And I think still to this day, with all the tests and and scientific everything, it's taken us three years to get to this part. It's three years, really. You know, I feel like I've lost a whole year. 2021 is a blur, to be fair. And people have lost their lives. Some of us have survived and there is some still in survival mode. Some are still uh, still trying to get out of a coma. So I'm not taking this very lightly. But if we were to escape from all of that and look at surviving COVID looks like. Now, one of the things I'm going to touch on is when COVID first came around, we were cocooned and we had to make very massive, life-affirming changes. Well, some of us did. We were not used to working at home. We were not used to being uh, cocooned with our children 24 hours of a day. Our partners, whether abusive or not, um, male or female, She, trans, you name it. Um, He, she, her, him. Um, We were having to learn about ourselves all over again. It was a reflective moment for some of us. Uh, Some people, for the first time, identified that they genuinely, genuinely had mental health issues. Something that's probably had sat in the back of their minds for a long while. But because of being on a rollercoaster work life, it never popped its head up to be more prominent on the surface of your face, your mind you went down into a breakdown mode started acting erratic purely because being in a work environment allowed you to contain the instability that you were having that's one two it made you realise that one you didn't like the life you were living or the life you had or have And wanted to make changes. Three, learning how to cope with the minimum of resources. I.e. money. A home. Going to the gym. We had to make do. Four, who are we? Now, through COVID, we, we, we had, the, the, to me, the internet were the winners. Social media was the winners of COVID. Because people were able to, one, another set of lists, be scaremongers. Two, push, for, you know, their narrative through. Three, become influencers Four, the revolution of podcasts. If you didn't know what a podcast was, it is now the in thing. And five, we've got DJs we never knew that we had or musicians or just, you know, just things around the world. The social social media and internet, I think, are the winners. That should take the healthy award of the COVID years. Now, it's interesting to know that uh, a lot of us took to Facebook or Instagram and we started becoming DJs or fitness fanatics or, you know, health gurus or cooks or teachers or book writers or singers, you name it. The social media was there. For those people who hid their talent and were screaming to get out, the world stopped to allow those things to happen. But now that the world has opened up again, that taste of success, of the likability due to social media, has waned, has it not? Because people haven't got the time anymore to actually sit on their phones. Tablets, iPads, you name it, their iWatch, to watch another individual uh, become famous. Because now they're allowed out. They can actually meet with their friends again. They can go out and dance, eat food, and basically socialize and get back to some form of normal life. For the so for the people who have started a business, whether it was merchandise, you know, writing, etc., living on the, the live links of, of uh, interviews and stuff, including myself. What does the future hold for you now? What live affirming decisions did you make within that time, in those two and a half years? And has it paid dividends for you now that we've come out of lockdown? Now, for me, COVID stopped me in my tracks. And yes, it's allowed me to be a bit more creative. And I still could do a bit more creativity and time to be locked down. Um, I'm allowed to still be at home and be creative and have a wage. But how long for? Because at some point, you have to go back into the office and work with flexibility to create that pr- productivity back into your life. How does that now fit into your new schedule of being a promoter or, or uh, uh, a writer, you know, or learning a degree, getting a degree of being a project manager or all these different online courses? How does this now fit that it that it that it changes it it forms your new character. It's a difficult one. Before I came, you know uh, lockdown came, I, I removed myself of social media, not for the want of of wanting to, but the six months I took out from June to. Oh, it's probably more than six months, so eight months, actually, from June last year. One, because of health reasons. Um, and I didn't pick up the phone or any form of social media. I didn't look at any form of social media, literally, for four months. It was amazing. But it is addictive. It, it really is addictive. And once I started preening back my Instagram and my Twitter and all of a sudden I, you know, and then I'm starting to work again, get musically uh, challenged and buy new equipment and stuff. I, I, I felt burnt out, completely burnt out. Now, how you could be burnt out when you're at home doing something that you love but it was creating what I loved on my own putting all the money in on my own and making it work and not trying to watch what other people are doing to make it work now it, I, I can't say I'm, I was successful at it but monetarily I didn't do it for the money I still don't make money from it but it gave me something that is now paying dividends now because i've i've stepped into the creative world of film and tv in production and without me learning what those things were how it worked the the the, the codes and um Being on a production set and things like that. Honing my skills, however unsuccessful, or or to others, it it didn't work, you know, it didn't, they didn't buy into what I'm doing. But down the line, it's it's starting to help me now. And patience really is a virtue. Not that I was being virtuous. But just little by little, just things that I am now doing because I started this podcast, I never knew where it was going to go. I never thought of where it would go. How many of you, hands up, have started something? And yes, it's, it was great and it might not have gone... Boosh, But why did you start it? Ask yourself that. Why did you start to write the book and why did you start a podcast and or a knitting club, a sewing club, become a designer, teach at home, pay more attention to your lifestyle? Why did you do that? Is there an end goal? Did you get an end goal? Or is it continuous? What have you seen to make you realise that what you did was the right thing? And if you failed, what did you learn from it? Would you do it again? These are all the questions that I had to ask ask myself. And whilst I'm lying in my sick bed and I was thinking, oh, my God, you know, nobody likes what I'm doing, then I thought, but I'm not doing it for anybody. I actually was doing it for myself. There's a lot of things I've learned about myself. Relationships, how my past, how me as a person reacted to other people not not a loving not a love relationship i'm talking about with my family how i reacted with work colleagues how i reacted just as a person to to things that people say have you ever stopped to to wonder how the things you say affects somebody else surprised at the answer. Some of us live by quotes. A quote can make your day or break your day. You could read something and think "Ah, I needed to hear that. I needed to see that. But at the end of the day was it COVID that brought you to that point? How are you now living that we're back three years of your life had to change. You never thought it'd be possible you could change. Grief, lost, lost of loved ones. How did you cope with it? Are you still coping with it? The other day I was working on a production set and you know luckily they didn't take our phones etc etc because um, some you know production sets ban you from bringing a phone and there was a young lady on there and do you know We some of us I mean I shouldn't be telling you know state secrets but sometimes you can put it in your bag and you can get on set For me, I had just a lot of work on, so I was constantly checking work emails and blah, 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 and signing contracts and stuff. But this young lady just couldn't put her phone down. I mean, every five seconds, you know, we'd film a a scene and then she'd stop. We'd stop and she'd run back to where her bag was and she'd look and you could see on the screen one bar, one notification, it was the same notification. No, nobody's calling you. No, nobody's texting you. Do you know she was utterly frustrated that she wasn't getting any messages or there was no there was no interaction on her phone from anybody. And I wanted to say to her, do you work for, do you have a day job or something like that?' Eventually, I did. Turns out she doesn't. Um, this was her type of job. She's been doing it for a while. And, and it, her phone was her only source of communication. And I actually turned and said to her, your phone is not because you're standing in a room with nearly, what, 40, 50 people. This is the communication. And she proceeded to tell me that through lockdown, It it was her, her life. She didn't even watch the TV as much as she would her phone. Because without all of that social interaction, loneliness was one of the big things that I found after doing a lot of investigating of how did you cope through COVID and what does live it out of COVID looks like for you now. Loneliness. Sadness. Uncertainty. Loss of energy. Uh, Energy. Enthusiasm. Despair. But you would have thought coming out of COVID, you'd be, you know, springing your step. Yes! let's go, let's do this, let's challenge the world, come on. There are still people out there living in trepidation. Strange, it's a strange one. This podcast is not to put you down, this podcast is not to make you feel down, but it's one to let you know for those who identify with all the things I've mentioned, that life is really for living. And no matter how the fear kicks in, you've got to keep telling yourself, I've got this, you've got this, I got this. Whether if you've got a job, whether you've had to change your job, whether you lost your job. Inflation is now so high, some people are struggling to eat. But you still have to tell yourself, day by day, I've got this. In a different world, I don't know what a different world looks like, or a different time, or a different place. You get to see how people really do interact. You really, I've I've seen so many the colours of who people really are due to lockdown. But I don't. What I find that I've now grasped is that I'm not fussed anymore if that person took to me or understood me. Because I had to learn to understand myself first. And once I started to unburden myself, not tell myself, oh, I'm right and I'm righteous, but unburden that. No matter what you touch or see or smile or instigate, It is always, there is always, sorry, a ripple effect. Always. No matter how small. It could be with your children, your partner. It could be a smile to a stranger. It still causes a ripple effect. And it depends on that touch, that smile, those words, the sound, the tone, the sincerity of how that is received. I'd like to think that I'm still a work in progress. And COVID still has me in fear and in trepidation. This is Valerie M. A.K. Maxfield standing in my truth and signing out. Have a wonderful day and keep asking those questions. Keep asking yourself. What am I here to do today? And what does COVID, after COVID, holds for me? Stay blessed.